Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and how Brad is dead. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly, hey, Michael Moncton, hey. in remote. He's remote. He's so, on. He's on location. Yeah, he, he, Michael yeah. Moncton is on location. Um, uh, together, we are the Inglorious Pastors. Um, uh, Brad got caught up with work and. Uh, you know, he, he can't be here, so... Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Um, so, announcements. Shut up! Gwen is here. God! Um, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get to fight Matt for Michael Moncton. We have a comment. We are in the, um, the uh, as they call it, the... What is this called again? Speakeasy? Yeah, the pastor speakeasy. Yeah. Um, so, the thing you invented. Yes, the thing I invented a few weeks ago. Um uh and it's to our five dollar and above patrons on patreon um as much as we can go live weekly uh, on that we will um we've already got some some comments that uh new brad is looking quite dapper so (laughs) damn right yeah so uh so last minute uh brad was unable to to join us uh michael jumped in last minute and he literally didn't have time to drive down here he had plans tonight so we're recording early um so we're just we're just going to go with the flow with it and if it is an epic failure then it's michael's fault so oh no no we're not doing that he couldn't be arsed he couldn't be arsed to drive down here no it's it's brad's fault (laughs) let's blame it on brad he's dead so um let's go what are you drinking What is going on with your dog? I don't know. I'm about to. God dang it. Michael is literally pouring the wine as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yum, yum. Um, I'm going to start with what I'm drinking to give Matt time to deal with his dog. Um, and he's much more interested in what you're drinking versus what I'm drinking. Um, so I'm drinking Bell's Christmas ale. It's pretty tasty. I'm drinking it straight out of the bottle like a monster. Um, and then I'm drinking the rare perfection 15 year, I think. And it's quite delicious. <laughs> Matt See, running by Matt <laughs> running in the background. This is the stuff you don't see if you're just listening to the audio version of the podcast. Matt running off screen and running back. Get a dog, they said. Yeah. It'll be fun, they said. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, what are you drinking? Um, Winking Owl wine. It's actually the, the um, sangria from Winking Owl. I just had it at home, and I've been fucking busy, so I didn't have time to go get some new stuff. But it's really good. It just it tastes like summer, and I miss summer. So Nice. Drinking it in my tumbler. Oh, does your tumbler have anything on it? Is it what color is it? It's it's black. It's just I got it from Home Goods. Has oh, a little nice. lid on it. Yeah, so I can sit here and <laughs> so I. So it's can an adult my, sippy cup. Yeah, I, I can work. <laughs> and yes, I'm drinking coffee. Well, it's been a minute since we played that, and been a while. Yeah, thank God. Not yep. enough. Let's, uh, let's make it even longer next yeah. time. That's yeah, what she said much longer. <clears throat> uh, Matt, what are you drinking? 
Um, I've had them from uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company, their Christmas ale. I think one of you guys had it last week. I, I did last yeah. week. Um, and then I poured myself some Old Hamer, uh, their single barrel straight rye whiskey. Here. I made the huge mistake of drinking the beer and then testing the uh, rare perfection. Oh, I yeah. don't want to go back to the beer, but I will. Yeah, because that rare perfection is it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's what I would call a rare perfection, if you will. What? That's what it's what? called. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. See. Every week, this is this is what we do every week. And people pay for this shit. I don't yeah, get it. It's, it's all right. Um, so interesting. So this round is on uh, Casey Forrester. Oh. Um, unfortunately, Michael's round is on Michael. Um, but this <laughs> no, round. No, no, no. We, we owe so, you. Yeah, we, you do. We, we owe do. you. We owe you. I, I want a refund on all my Patreon money. No, no, no. no, no there's no refunds. All, well, all sales are final. On, on yeah, this, all, all sales are final. Um <laughs> We'll see about that. We'll so see. this round is on Casey Forrester, and she has act, asked us. I, I ask, I usually ask people to send me like a little bio so we could talk about him. She said, "No, I'm not going to." Um, so you can. I just want you to tell me what you think about me, or tell me what you think about <laughs> tell me what you think about Dan Summers. So <laughs> Casey For- Forrester, how fucking dare you? <laughs> um, I think Casey Forrester is a delight. I got some. I was able to spend some time with her. Um, or whatever the last time was that they, Fuck, what one was? Was that third year? Had to be the third, right? Yeah, her and and Jason, they were both lovely. I think and she tried to corral Travis Pinkston, which makes her uh, a hero. Corral? Yeah. Oh, like keep him in line? Yeah, because he was drunker than shit. So yeah, I mean he was Travis drunk. So which, yeah, <laughs> for most humans is like passed out in a ditch somewhere but he's superhuman or so the that's... icu exactly yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> casey, casey, For- casey forrester is a wonderful human being despite what uh, her neighbors may tell you she's on a legal moonshine uh, supplier too oh yeah she, she made oh, that, the peach the peaches. Stuff. yes the peaches don't eat the peach forget that do not eat the peach move into the country we ate the peach at the a lot of peaches or at least i did at the third yeah i think we did yeah, yeah you did it pretty much uh peachy rocket fuel or so. wasn't that the wedding? Well, the wedding is when everybody got hammered as shit oh, on that stuff. We, oh, we sure yeah. did. And then she brought it to the third, and we ate the we ate, there were peaches I soaked. Think we in actually that. ate the we peach. ate the peach. Yeah, lots of hangovers that next morning. I remember that. You could vividly. Uh, you could power a car or a Saturn V rocket with that shit. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is no joke. So Casey Forrester, thank you for this round. She also yes. said we could talk about Dan Summers if we wanted to. Who? Fuck that guy. Um. Uh. Yeah. Never heard of him. Her? Uh. Just kidding. I love Dan. Uh. This round is is on Casey. So if you'd like to, you know, buy us around, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Pastors Podcast. It'll if you do five dollars, you actually get in the speakeasy. You can watch us be idiots on live video. Dan Summers. The worst. <laughs> Dan Summers is the worst. <laughs> Thank you, Jean Ralphio. Yeah, um, so I don't know. We didn't really talk about it beforehand, if anybody has anything for this, but uh, let's go ahead and do it. Man, I had something today. What the fuck is going on? I had something today for this. They're finally giving, uh, like... Oh, conceding. Conceding. There was was actually an election that took place, and he won. (laughs) Thank God. He's won Georgia three times. He's won Pennsylvania four times. He's won Michigan three times. God damn, man. Like yeah. This has been the most fucking stressful thing, has it not? Yes. 
Um, and, and it's like w- we can have the good thing where we knew that he won, that, that Biden won for two weeks almost. But you had to put up with all the bullshit. But it, we we weren't it, it, able to gonna breathe con- freely till it was over. It's going to continue because he's trying to just rate. He's just trying to bilk his his cult followers. That's all he's doing. Yeah. He's just going to keep I mean, fundraising until he's like gone. Fifty eight whatever days that are left are going to be fucking hell. Do you think? Yeah, that- he's going to burn the country down before he goes. He's going to do everything he can to burn it down. He's. Yep. I mean, they've 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 basically said that. I mean, they're trying to create as many foreign policy problems as they can before they leave. And I mean, if we don't bomb Iran before he leaves, I'll be shocked. Honestly, do you think his next steps, next game plan, if he has one, he doesn't, he's going to create, he's going to run for, for president or do you think he's going to create a a news network that competes with Fox news? I think he's going to do both. I think he's going to try. I think he's going to, I think the network will be for sure. And I think he, he is the GOP now. And so, Mm-hmm. He is going to hold them hostage with him, with the idea of him running in 2024. Nobody yep. else is going to be able to get any traction because he's already said, I'm going to run. Now, whether he does or not, whether he's in prison or not, fingers crossed. Yeah, um, I, I will say this. If he does run and and it's still questionable during the primary, I might vote in the Republican primary just to not I vote know. I, I mean... I mean, there's already a bunch of Republicans. I mean, uh, I, there was a poll out that said they'd vote for him again. I mean, it's like, God damn, man, a quarter million dead people. And you're like, yeah, give me some more of that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's got to know that once he leaves office on January 21st, he is now a private citizen, which means he's open to what's coming to him. It's going to be a oh, fuckload of lawsuits. He's got so much, so yeah. many state legal like, problems is, in New York. Like, lawyers I mean, have to be just going like this. Let's yeah. get ready. Because it's it's tax fraud and oh yeah, I mean all kinds of shit. Yeah, well, not just him, his whole family. I mean, so my question is like, what what things could come out that would render him ineligible to run again? Is my nothing, question. nothing, nothing. Uh, what at has this point, it, nothing. What, fuck that. What do you think? There's nothing that would stop him. from What running. could possibly come out that hasn't already came out? He's a racist, pedophile, rapist, and he, they're like, "Yeah, that's our guy." Yeah, he, so he likes to sleep with we, we porn stars. To, he said he reads the Bible. Re- we have to re like think what eligibility for president looks like, in my opinion. Like we have to to stop and say, "Wait a minute, what things do we have to have in place to make sure that this shit can't happen again?" Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're we're lucky that he is so fucking incompetent because the next authoritarian will not be. And there and and the Republican Party's made it pretty clear they don't they don't care about no, they the don't. Constitution. They don't, they don't care about democracy. They care about power. That's what an authoritarian gives you. So, dude, fuck the entire RNC. Jesus Christ! Like, oh, just... the GOP is just a, a shell of yeah. anything resembling hum, hu, human. I mean, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. Sorry. Do you have poetry this week? I no, no I don't. Okay. I didn't. Well, right, let's do. Uh, let's do Gary Busey. All right. Meditating with Gary Busey. A good way to lose weight is to put salt on your ass and go to a petting zoo. But stay away from goats because I've seen them fornicate with a mailbox. Well, well. (laughs) there there you go. I don't, know, I don't know if Brad's well, used that before. Well, or not, I, it sounds familiar, vaguely familiar. I I, can't, I don't. We've but done who too cares? Many, we've it done too to be, many of them. It needs I don't, to be heard again. 
The yeah. word of, of Gary Busey lives forever in our hearts. That was not <laughs> my Weight Watchers plan. Yeah. No. Salt licks? Butt licks. I mean, I'm... <laughs> salt, well... Salt butt licks? No. That's like a weekend evening, am I right? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe not in your house, but... <laughs> when in Rome, it's there, pretty Dude, I thought about that phrase the other day. Brad and I were trying to remember the T-shirts that Ruben made for us. Oh, we could not, remember, could not remember what yours was. Yeah. And I thought about it like two days ago. I wear it every once in a while. Yeah, I should wear it. For I meant the, to wear my goddamn Michael T-shirt. Oh, uh, is that what yours said? Yeah. I can't remember what yours uh-huh. was. But what was Brad's was? It's eight fifty-seven. Yeah. You are outnumbered by Michael. That's a great thing. That's amazing. What? You were outnumbered by Michael's. Yeah, it's we were overpowering you right now. Two on one, Matt. We are the majority. I like it. Yeah, this is the majority right now. Can we do a Golden Gate? How does it feel yeah. to be a minority, Matt? How does it feel <laughs> to be a minority in your own goddamn house? I I have no response to that. Yeah, I got nothing, man. There's nothing you can fucking say. No, I'm there really isn't. I've got nope. I've got nothing. Nope. Okay. Nope. Moving on. All right. Um. So usually we do bright side, but I had a, a thought on the way over here. We're gonna do something different. <clears throat> I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. It's a little Bing Crosby. Six. Six. Bing Bay singer. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Michael Crosby. We are in Thanksgiving nope. Nope. time. Michael Crosby. No, stop it. No. Crosby steals a man. I've got plenty to be thankful for. Where's the where's the the mute buttons? So this is basically (laughs) bright side with thankfulness. Like literally that's what bright side is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 what are you thankful for? And this is more like a broad I mean, you could say, I was thankful for this this week. Um, but you could also say what I don't know, something more meaningful than you know, the new I don't know. Ice scraper you got this week? <laughs> ice scraper. I don't know. I don't know. So new ice scrapers are pretty fun. Yeah. Mm. Um. What? What? Uh, do you guys have anything you're thankful for? Sure. Let's go. I got off five hours, five hours early from work today. Well, that is something to be thankful well, for. It, it, for maintenance guys, it never happens. But they, I mean, it's for kind of a sad reason. They they shut the plant down to Clint or uh, to sanitize it. Oh, uh, somebody had COVID. Oh, we've had. We're having COVID cases almost every day. People have been Oof. identified with it. It's there's there's not many people left on my line right now that are actually from my shift. Like it's all overtime people. So when do they use do they use the product to clean up the product? No, 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 no. no. They have a company come in and say uh, they basically set off sanitizing smoke bombs. Basically, is what it amounts to. Nice, um, like foggers, I think. So, but anyway, it was it's it's really it was really unexpected. It was kind of unusual for like. It was unusual. Like I just, I never with maintenance, you never get off early. You're, you're there. So, well, so that was kind of. It was just a nice little surprise. It's not unusual to be unusual to be loved by you. <laughs> oh, what just? I, oh, I, I, no, I okay. You I, ruined a really nice moment. <laughs> Go ahead. Michael, Michael, what, what are you thankful for? It's not unusual to be loved by you. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. 
Oh, anyone. Sorry, I messed that up. It's not on you. It's not. <laughs> it's not Peter Cetera, so I didn't know. It. Can I go now? No, yeah, no. You're not excused. <laughs> no, your time's not up yet, buddy. We've this got episode you, is we, entirely. We got you another for, you. for another two hours. That is too long. Anyway, okay. So <clears throat> you can't do this in 1.5 speed. Sorry, bud. I, you know what? Okay, so this may be a bit controversial, but I'm thankful for 2020. Okay. I really am. So hot take. Yeah, hot, that's a real fucking hot take. I'm thankful for it because of this. Never mind. Come on, Matt. That's not me, by the way. That's Matt. Ah! I'm done. What was that? No. Laurel, Laurel, Laurel. So, so actually, you're the new Matt that wants to quit. Oh. You're not the new Brad. You're actually the new Matt. I'm the new well, Brad. Well, Brad actually rolls. quit, though. Well, that's true. Go ahead, buddy. You're thankful for 2020. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm thankful for it. So it, it really has been the best year of my adult life. Wow. You know, just, just because of all of the, I mean, it has forced me to really make decisions on how I feel about our country, um, how I feel about myself, making decisions to just live a healthier lifestyle, not just pandemic stuff, but just, sure. you know, taking stock of what is my future and, and making sure that I, I do steps now to make sure my future is actually going to be healthy and, and worth something. So I've made so many changes in my life now and I'm still making them. Everything you have a from, beard. It's the year I, of the beard for you. You know, the beard was a work in progress. Um, I, I worked for it hard last summer. You saw, you saw um, advice from a master. Me. Well, Okay. Yeah, you did. I'll, I'll give you that one. This now. is that's the only reason you're you're a full pastored now is because I beard. feel like I've finally earned this beard. Like this beard <laughs> has been a labor of love. Um, it's now luscious and beautiful. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no yeah. argument. No, no, no argument. One, here. No one here is disagreeing with. No, you no one's denying beard. this. Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, we all know that now. I am the most beautiful pastor now. This is yes. This is the thing. <laughs> that is. That's that's true. It's well. Out of all the, it's also the pastor. Also, a pretty goddamn low bar. Let's just <laughs> it really. Let's is. be like, completely honest with that. Yeah. I mean, look at you guys. I mean, what about Brandon? Brandon's got to be. What, what? What do you think? Brandon's like. He's number a, two. He's, he's like a, two. He's like a soft five. Yeah, he makes my five soft. <laughs> See that's that's called a setup and spike. <laughs> We're down to three list three three viewers now. <laughs> They're all gone. They're like, "Fuck this! I'm out." Oh jeez. <laughs> um, sorry, I interrupted you with my jokes. No, I was done. So okay. Um, you know what? I had this idea, but I didn't think of an idea. That's something I was thankful for. Um. I take that back. Uh, I'm thankful for um, the amount of time I've been able to spend with my family during all this crazy yeah. chaos. Like, I've spent a lot of time at home just because work hasn't been as busy. And then also, the, during the beginning of the pandemic, I was home. The kids are home. Um, and then I got COVID, so the kids were around. I didn't spend time with them while I was in quarantine. I was cornered in a back room but then that second week when sarah was sick and i spent all the time with the kids i was just it was good to just build i don't know stronger bonds 
uh, with with my family. Sure. So, yeah. Good. That's what I'm thankful for. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. It's touching. Would you say it's not unusual? Mm. Hope you're about to change your clothes. Because your eyes are about to piss tears. I'm crying. I'm choking up. From crying. Just from how beautiful that was. Hmm. Well. <laughs> um. Nobody else, huh? No. Nobody else touched by what Michael said. All right, um, just me. Okay. Hey, uh, I don't. Do we have any other segments? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're right. Sweet. Say, meditating, CCM corner. Oh, music time! Oh yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a, a button for music time song. Music time. We're gonna play some songs, and we're gonna start with the Michael Martin's choice. Michael. Yeah, baby. Tell us about your song that you have uh, brought for us today. So this is a, a classic oldie. Um, I love the band Breakbot. Um, it's a really, really good song. I've listened to it for years. Um, it's called Baby I'm Yours. It's just a really good song. Um, I just, I like it. It's, it's just good, good shit. So check it out. Breakbot. Beep boop. I thought I had it all together, but I was led astray the day you walked away. You were the clock that was ticking in my home. Change my state of mind. When love's so hard to find, your feelings changed like the weather. When from oh, the that bass is filthy. That's good. I like that's that. That's like, pretty funky, man. I dig that. Matt, what do you got? Uh, <clears throat> so uh, Nick Cave, um, one of my all-time favorite artists, writers, musicians, whatever, um, put out a <clears throat> a live album of just him in, alone in a theater by himself on nothing but piano. Um, so he re- reworked songs from his entire, like, like his entire career. Yeah. Um, and I know you don't, you're not a huge Nick Cave fan. I did actually I listen to Nick it. Cave. He's yeah. not for everybody. I get yeah. that. Um, I, I think he's a good uh, lyricist. Absolutely. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of yuck yumming. Yuck yumming? Yum yucking. No, I mean, I get it. He's not for, I get it. He's not for, it took a while for me to sort of get into him a little bit, but man, when I did, I, I dove head first. Um, anyway, he, so he did a, he did a, right when the pandemic canceled all these tours, he did a, it's called Live at Alexandria Palace. Um, it's actually called Idiot Prayer Live at Alexandria yeah. Palace. Um, and he just did, it was just, it's just him and a piano. Uh, and it's, man, it's just a gorgeous album. So this song is Into My Arms, one of my, one of my favorites of his. I don't believe in an 
interventionist God But I know, darling That you do But if I did I would kneel down and ask him to intervene when it came to you well not to touch a hair in your head anyway, leave you as you are get to the course if he felt he had to direct you and direct you into my arms into my arms oh lord Man, I just dig the shit out of that song for one but that album is yeah that was that was that was i i like that i enjoyed that yeah yeah it was really oh. good yeah i didn't know you liked uh i didn't know you liked Nick cave actually you know i listened to some of his stuff just because of your recommendations and mm-hmm. really dig it yeah have you so you've been listening mostly his newer stuff like ghost teen Oh, Ghost Teen. Oh, is, I think they yeah. have the record somewhere. It's, yeah. it's just that beautiful, like, purple pastoral thing mm-hmm. on the front. Yep. What, what's son. that song that he wrote? Yeah, that's the, the whole one. album's about oh. us losing his son. Yeah. Um, yeah, his early stuff is more like post punk, sort of uh, weirder stuff. But man, it's. Which all... that stuff is okay. But, but Ghost Teen, like, yeah. that was like, rip your fucking heart out. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. yeah really he did good. three albums. Uh, the one before that, Skeleton Tree. Uh, and the one before that is, I think, Push the Sky Away, maybe. All three of those are very, sort of form a trilogy. They're very similar in theme and content and style, man. So if you like Ghosting, you'd probably like those other two as well. They're they're damn good. So anyway, yep. Okay. So on the way over here, I was listening to this song, and I had it stuck in my head now. So uh, I'm going to play this a little bit. Oh, no. I'm yeah. so worried it's gonna right be now. Part of it. You should be. I apologize. Oh, no. It's a definite earworm. God damn it. What is this? I'm going to wake up at three in the morning. Is this Ariana Grande? No. Oh, no. That's a, that's a, that's a snap on uh, Ariana Grande. It's Rebecca Black? Closer. <laughs> it's not Rebecca Black, but it sounds just like her. This is Nicole Westbrook. I have no idea who that is. Dude, you guys turn this off because I don't wake up with this in my head and I'm fucking calling you. Do you understand me? I'm calling you when I wake up with this in my head. Oh. Yeah. Make it stop. Wow. So is this one of those you pay like Rebecca Black did? You pay to have somebody... I think so. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's a plenty. We've had enough. Make it stop right now. Where did you find this? I it was I was looking up uh, Thanksgiving songs. That was just there. There is not enough alcohol in the entire world for that shit. I'm gonna have a. That was an audible abortion. That is fucking terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it is. is. God, it is pretty bad. Somebody should be shot over that. Honestly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. 
All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll do another one for newsfeed later. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, this one is called the. It's from an artist called the Sonder Bombs. Uh, the song's called Twinkle Lights, and I will say, content warning, um, especially later on the song. I'm not going to play the content. Well, I'm not going to play the late the second verse, but that is uh, pretty graphic. So, um, but I, I I enjoy the song. So. No, this is like the, the pre-chorus. Talk about it though. Well, she just mentioned it like five times. Mm. Secret. Is there a punchline to this? No, there's no okay. punchline. Yeah, I never I, know. I, with I, your do songs, so. I do actually enjoy. I do actually. That's fine. That I just never know yeah. with your songs. That's one I actually enjoy. <laughs> okay. So, all right, let's go into the news feed. How about that? That's fine. Tracy wants to know when we're going to play Banged by a Drifter. I don't know. I don't have it. Do you? I do have it. I uh-huh. just didn't. Assu- I assumed you weren't going to allow me to play it. <laughs> well, apparently you are now. No. <laughs> I, 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 do you want me to play it? I'd rather you didn't. Okay. That's, that's my point. Same. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, just Google search Banged by a Drifter, maybe, on YouTube. You might find it. Oh, God. But we won't hear it on this podcast. I'm pretty sure. Nope. Once it was released to the wild, I don't think it's ever coming on here. Unfortunately, Tracy. Yeah, that's so. never going to happen. Uh, so. What do you guys have for newsfeed? Michael, you want to go? Well, I don't really have any actual news. Um, this is kind of a last minute thing, but yeah, sorry um, about that. It's fine. Uh, I can share a quick little funny story from my vacation. Yes, I would love um, to hear your story. Yeah, so I went on vacation with my boyfriend um, a little over a week ago. We were we went to um, Seattle, Washington, flew in there, then drove the Pacific Coast Highway all the way down to San Diego. It was a really great trip. Um, San Diego, means, San Diego means whale's vagina. No, I meant San Diego because I passed third grade English. San Diego. Um, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Michael so, and I were both on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so we we um, not the whale's I, vagina, just the joke. We were on top of a whale's vagina too. <laughs> just, just pounding, on top of old Smokey. Just pounding that blowhole. I mean, can I can I 
talk yeah, now? Go ahead. Yeah, 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 sure. Go, go, go ahead. I'm proceed. Let you guys. Fin- okay, all right. You have the talking stick now. Well, I always have the stick, but no story. Anyway, um... <laughs> look, if you're gonna do that, you at least let me do this. So. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so. Um, because it was a road trip, we stopped at different hotels along the way each evening. And I was responsible for booking those. <clears throat> I know <laughs> so, the story. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you get a, they, Did you go to a sexy time hotel? Like well, a vibrating you, you bed. You want me to tell the fucking story? Are oh, please see? tell me. Go ahead. Okay. Right. So we we get into San Francisco. I think it was Tuesday evening. Um, we went to an area called the Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. Which um, I had never been to San Fran before. Never heard of the tenderloin. I've heard of it. Um, Sounds great. So mm, we could, we're going to do go for a tenderloin. Cheap hotels the entire time because I'm on a budget, sure. and um, so I was I want to do like eighty bucks a night places, which are usually decent. Those are for the most yeah part. sure. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 fine. You're not going to get um, murdered <clears> in your sleep at eighty bucks a night. Not going to get murdered well, by a drifter. Hold on. Your chances of passing a hooker in the in the well, in the hallway are oh, a lot slimmer. A lot slimmer. Eighty dollars. Yeah. His face Here right now. Here we go. Hold on. My body is ready. Um, My spirit willing. So, <laughs> we I booked this place. It looked fine on the app that I used to book it. It looked okay. There was no issues that I could see. So I paid for it. We get there. We check in about eight o'clock at night. So the dead hooker was just there off, just of off camera. People, and obviously, people who were high as balls all around the little kiosk where you check in. Yes, it was a kiosk from sign. Okay? Was this at a mall? We're on or? the fourth floor. So we had to walk up no I'm sorry, third floor. So we had to we had to walk up three flights of stairs because the, the elevator was broken. Oh great. Second strike. Oh as we're boy. walking up the stairs, we're walking over fresh pee. Oh, like I'm talking real. Like someone just sprayed it on. Steam there. was just, coming off. Just before we got there, and I was wearing a mask, but I still wanted to throw up. It was that bad. It was disgusting. So we get to our room, and go, the parking lot directly underneath where our room was. There was like an old Honda Civic, whatever, with the windows busted in, with an old cookie tin on top, with a bunch of looked like needles or something in there. It was disgusting. Nasty. So then we opened the door to the room. Okay? The story's funnier the second um, time, by the way. Probably some between 20 and 30 knife marks in the what? wall. Um, there was a hole punched into the bathroom door. Yeah. There was a drill bit stuck in the wall. Okay. Get an it. actual drill bit stuck into the wall. Um, the, so that's where you hang your coat up at. Your fire your robe. Been ripped off of the ceiling. So that was gone. All the controls for the air conditioning unit had also been ripped out. I counted at least 10 to 15 cigarette burns in the duvet and the pillows. Dude, you have bed bugs now, by the way. You have bed bugs now, by the way. Old, nasty towels in the the bathroom. Okay. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? We were really tired. We didn't know if we were going to get a different place. Um, I the answer is yes. You get a different place. I felt really, really bad because I internalized stuff like that. I felt like it was all my fault. Um, so we're talking about this. As we are standing there, we literally had our bags on our shoulders and we're holding our suitcases. Someone jiggles the door handle of our room and tries to get in. Yeah. Jiggles it. And we're just like, yep, nope, nope. See, so we left. Um, it was probably, no, not pro- it was the most disgusting Hotel I've ever seen in my entire life. It was nasty, absolutely gross. So, what happened after that? There you have it. We didn't stay there. We went no, you, somewhere else, which is much somewhere better. Else. Oh man, that's a good one. 
Oh, jeez. Yeah, he told me that the other night. I can't hear you, Michael. Oh, you can't hear us? Uh, Did we lose him again? He can... uh, Can you make sure your thing's plugged in? Uh oh! Did we lose Michael? Does is anyone else that can is, you hear me? Can is anyone that's listening? Can you hear us? Hold on! <laughs> ah, let me, damn it, man! Let me kick Michael out. Oh my gosh! This is exactly what we feared. Well, we made it thirty-seven minutes. Are you there? All right, let's. Are you there? Can you hear me Are now? You back. Hello. There uh, we so, go. So they oh they can hear us. It looks like oh, okay. So I, is your headphone plugged all the way in? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Somebody said they can hear us. So, all right. I'm glad you can hear us now too. I guess if that happens again, I'll just duck out and duck back in. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, um, what are we doing? Newsfeed. All right. What do you have one? Yeah, I've got a couple. All right, go for it. Uh, from the drive.com, your uh, source for all things. Ninety seven X the drive for all things driving. <laughs> Uh, averaging 145 miles per hour, the Italian state police delivered a donor kidney last week from Rome to Padua. Uh, a I journey, it's nice this time of year. I, I think it is. A journey of more than 300 miles in two hours. Wow. They drove. Wait, what? They drove. So uh, averaging 145 miles per hour. I'm sure it was in Jesus. kilometers per hour. Uh, the Italian state police delivered a donor kidney from Rome to Padua. Padua or Padua. Padua. Let's go with Padua. Um, a journey of more than 300 miles in around two hours. They used a Lamborghini Huracan. Huracan? H-U-R-A-C-A-N. I've never heard of Maybe that. it's Huracan. Anyway, me like a Huracan. It was specially modified for such tasks with, w- tasks with a refrigerated trunk. It was atta- obtained by the Italian police back in 2017. They own a goddamn Lamborghini for this, for this kind of thing. Speedy organ delivery isn't its only job, though. In fact, it's a regular patrol vehicle for the department with lights, a police computer, and other equipment necessary to perform traffic stops and arrests. Um, Speedy delivery. Yeah. Anyway, they, yeah, they did it. They did 300 miles in two hours with this fucking Lamborghini, man, to get a kidney to... Oh, Michael's got a picture of it up there. Huh? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. I'm not. I'm on my news story. Oh, you... Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, yeah, it's pretty badass. Uh, the It's got a 5.2 liter, 602 horsepower V10 engine. What? That's that's a lot of goddamn horsepower, man. I want one right now. Holy cow! Yeah. Anyway, claws bring it, it my way. Google Maps estimates that the journey would take under normal conditions would take five hours. They did it in two. Jeebus. Talk about talk about beating Google Maps, which is what I always try to do. Any trip I take. Do you guys do that? Uh, when do you what? drive? When you drive, do you try? To, oh, it's uh, it's a race. Yeah. To try to see if you can beat the time. Yeah. 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 They beat it by three hours. So. Jeebus. They, they, they did okay. Anyway, it's kind of nice they have that, though, for that kind of purpose, I guess. I mean, yeah. Apparently, helicopters yeah. aren't a thing in Italy. I feel like a helicopter would be faster, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't... Because it, it could fly. I mean, it could go as a crow Just because it's so. really high and then comes right back down. It's like a rocket goes up and then... That's what helicopters do, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like a rocket, but like... But like High, way high, higher than. They do like, go like, up and come but back they, down. But, but right. they, I'm so talking smart. about like higher than a rocket can go. I'm t- or higher than a helicopter can go. Where like the 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 atmosphere is thinner, you know, where you can't breathe. So you're, you're saying a helicopter could go higher than a rocket? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you need a rocket to okay. do this kind of thing. 
I get you now. Okay. Don't. Yeah. Do, do you get him? Because I don't. I don't sort of. Get him yeah. At all. Don't don't worry. I got about lost. It. It. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. Good news story. So since we started this podcast, one of the first, I think the first year we did it. Did a story about the grandmother who accidentally texted the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've... Yes. So we've done a couple updates yeah, over yeah. the years. We've like almost several. every year. Yeah. So they still meet for Thanksgiving. Um, now, I think we posted last, sometime this year, actually, that the grandmother, actually, her husband died of COVID. Yeah. They both had COVID. He passed away from it. Um, well, they went ahead. This is the fifth time. They went ahead and did Thanksgiving again together. Wow. Um, and sort of to honor honor her husband. So the lady's name is Wanda. Uh, Wanda uh, Dench. I think her last name is Dench. I couldn't swear to that though. Dame Wanda Dench. No, it's not Wanda Dench. Actually, I don't. Anyway, so she had, she had accidentally texted the to, just to recap the story. She accidentally had texted back in 2016 uh, a young man named Jamal to Thanksgiving dinner, thinking she was texting someone else. She said, uh, "Thanksgiving dinner's at my house." Let me know uh, if you're coming. Hope to see you all. Of course, that includes Amanda and Justin. <laughs> Just gets a text back. Who is this? Your grandma. Grandma, can I have a picture of who? You, LOL. Sends her a picture, and he says, you not my grandma. Can I still get a plate? <laughs> can I still get a plate, though? And she says, of course you can. That's what grandmas do. They feed everyone. So they, they started getting together. and That's they've done what grandmas do. This is their fifth year doing this. Um, they've gone out on like double dates together when the husband was still alive with uh, Jamal and his girlfriend. Uh, so anyway, it's just a, it's just a really, it's just a beautiful story and it kind of has something we've been following, but after she lost her husband, they weren't sure how they were going to, what it was going to be like. And they yeah. weren't sure if they were going to even do it, uh, but they did. And they put a picture of him at the table with like a little candle um, next to it and had dinner. Um, and there's a really, just a really beautiful picture of the two of them together um, with his picture there. So, Anyway, um, like I said, kind of a sad story, but it's kind of a, kind of a mixed bag on this one just because the husband's not around anymore. But, um, yeah, it's still a very heartwarming story to of someone who just met somebody randomly through text and yeah. started having Thanksgiving together with them. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. What else? That's all I got. Oh, I think what? you said you had multiple. I had two stories. I just did two stories. I don't remember the first one. The Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one where you said a rocket uh, I've helicopter slept, I've higher than a rocket. Then. There, he oh, so, is that it? Yeah. Go sleep? Yeah, I slept. Okay. I, no, I said I, I did sleep during that second mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so they, hold on, wait a second. Uh, they have created the first ever Christmas song for dogs. Oh, it, it is a Christmas song for dogs. Yeah, and he played this for he played oh. this for my dog. Yeah, I played it for for Matt's dog uh, when I got here just to see. Can I leave for this one, please? How she would react, and I think she was into it. Maybe. She like well, she, she did because there was a squeaky noise. Yeah. All right. So here we go. This is it. Oh, good girl. Squirrel. It's a banger. Oh, good boy. Would you like to go on walkies? <laughs> Sit. Sit. Dinner time. Who's this? Who's this? Sit. Sit. It's just somebody playing with a Casio keyboard. Oh, good girl. Just like just pounding the dog keys, man. Would you like to go on walkies? <laughs> walkies. Oh. Good boy. oh. <laughs> oh, somehow not as not quite as terrible as the Macarena. It's worse. Good girl. 
Actually, not quite as terrible as that shit you played earlier, whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. The song is called Raise the Wolf. <laughs> oh, so. gross. I don't see how it's a Christmas song, but Who it is a... Well, it had the jingly bells in it. Yeah. I, Who yeah, wrote I, that? Um... Tails.com UK behind bars immediately. Let's, let's see if it has a Wolfgang. Oh, it Wolf, hurt my soul. Yeah, there are several stars written by Wolfgang Wolfsart. Oh, <laughs> don't do not be smirched by Wolfgang. Don't do it. Don't. I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty proud of that actually. Okay, you can. So, product update. Barktoven. Oh, uh, there I'm it is. Going. I'm Landed done. on I'm it. Done. <laughs> I'm done. Ruff, 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 ruff. Barktoven. <laughs> I hate you all so much. Oh, fuck dun, dun, you guys. Dun, dun, dun. Ruff, 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 There's your Christmas song. Uh, oh, I'm still working you, on some dog, uh, dog composer puns. You guys keep going. My, come up with something my, else. Okay, we're going down a, down a dark hole. My kids, they love this album. It's called The Dog's Christmas. <laughs> Here we go. They list that's their preferred jingle bells right there. Oh, that's, that's their preferred. That is horrible. Yeah, man, so, that is funny though. Gosh. So I will, I will say. So the a dog's Christmas is separate from the, what we played the the Christmas song for dogs. This is this is this is for <laughs> clearly humans. clearly different artists. That yeah, work. Uh, a, a dog's Christmas is from two thousand and five, so it's been around for a while. So Tio said um, her dog, their dog is losing her mind. That's awesome. <laughs> so am I. I'm losing my mind as well. Just so you yeah. all know. Oh, All right. Um, so you can product update. You can um, 3D print what's called a tongue brush. It is a brush on a handle instead of bristles. It's got a tongue. For for, um, for, for what? Acid rain, international terrorism, freeway <laughs> killers, freeway killers. Now more than ever, it is important you, to remember the true impacts of technology. What's happening right now? It is an important what, what? to realize. That you have the power to 3D print your own tongue brush. What what am I using this tongue brush for? For for um it's oh my god, there's a picture, there's a video of it. Like So it's a tongue shaped brush yeah, or a, a brush a, a, for a, your tongue? No, it is a tongue shaped brush that you can use to like if you wanna if you wanna butter your biscuit. <laughs> it's very wish.com. You just rub the tongue over it. That's how you you is add. A, the, is this like a euphemism? If you want to butter your biscuit, uh, I mean, 
It is disturbingly Mike, flexible. Like, I want to butter your biscuit. This, this is a sex toy. Just no, this is from gizmodo.com. Anything's a sex toy if you're brave enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and this one, and this one's tongue-shaped, so it's already I, like halfway there. True. I am sure. So, so it is is actually a simulation dip, tongue. Dip it in a little oil or something. It is a simulation tongue. Okay, you can jelly. use it wherever you please. They have pictures of it buttering crescent rolls. <laughs> But you can butter your own crescent roll if you'd like. Everything you've just said is an actual euphemism. Yes. Yeah, I did. Will you butter my crescent roll? Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, is, this more like, is more like crescent hole, am I right? You see why that's funny? Moncton, do you see why that's funny? I No, I, I see. Because it. your butt sort of looks like a crescent. I get it. And it has a hole in it. And if you. You poke it. We all understand. Yeah. Thank so you if you have, if you, if you, explaining that to me, if you I have a 3D that. printer and you're lonely enough, you can print your your tongue brush. It's a thing. Yeah, you, you know. Okay. If I, I, I literally can't figure I out what it, whatever so you would use this for shit. other than that. What would, would you do? I would 3D printer, so I would print so much stupid crap. I, I mean, mostly butt be, plugs. All right. <laughs> yes, Michael. Shaped like the three chipmunks. I would just print a whole bunch of butt plugs. What I would or do. or uh, ball gags. That too. I, I would totally do that. Is I would, that, just, that, I would that literally. Me? I would literally just print dicks. Is what I would do. <laughs> That's what I would do. It. That's the first thing I would is do. Is yours insufficient or no? Because it Cause would I'm be good. awesome. I mean, a butt plug and a ball gag could be interchangeable if you wash them. <laughs> if they're big enough. Uh, well, okay. I'm just gonna. Yep. <laughs> Size would be an issue, I think, depending on where you're where you're putting it. But well, <clears throat> it depends get, on what you're used to. In my every, case, now nah. get everything a little relaxed and. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's let's move on from here. Okay. Um, I don't even know what I'm doing now. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is from Yahoo <laughs> News. Uh, the NYC sheriffs, when, and just for people listening in the future, we're still in the midst of COVID right now. It's that we're in the third wave in the we're year. We're still of, in the goddamn first wave. We're in the, in the third wave. There was in the no, year of there was no end of a first wave. Yeah, we'll catch a wave. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, it, it's still a thing if you're listening in the future and it's over. I hope. Congratulations, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, but uh, if you're. If you're still here in, in COVID times. Wait, listen to uh, this podcast doesn't mean you haven't really made it because you're still listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, you haven't made it. You've made it, but your life has taken a drastic, drastic yeah. turn. Yeah. Something is very wrong. <laughs> yeah, something, it's something, slightly, went bad. something went terribly wrong. It's slightly yeah. better, but also slightly a lot worse. So, Anyway, uh, New York City sheriffs broke up a sex party with 80 people, a room full of mattresses, and boxes of condoms. So an orgy. Well, it's a, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's another that's word an for orgy, sex party, Michael. right? That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's an orgy, Michael. It's a sex party. It's a self-described swingers club. Sex party is just a New York City What's, what's the just difference between... a New York between, City orgy. Is there a difference between, like, multiple people having sex in the same room? Or See, like, that would be a sex party. I th- isn't it? There, like there a, have to be overlap <laughs> where, like... I feel like an orgy is, like, touchings. everybody's banging everybody. It's a free-for-all. Well, so a swinger—that's where like 
people like go and trade couples. That's what that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's a that's a swap. But what what? <laughs> <laughs> in, in, so they're swapping. So they're just like different couples. We need rest. The spirit is willing. Isn't an orgy like when bruised. when like multiple people are involved in the same act together? That's what I thought. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that was my idea. Yeah. We need to Google. We need a dictionary of that shit. I think Ur- I think Urban Dictionary, baby. It's my bad. understanding That's is this is a sex party, which would mean that they're they're not like it's not like a gang ping, if you will. That's oh, that's no that's way. something entirely different. That's, that's, my that's, God, no, no. But it could be part. It could be part back of up, a back that truck up. Okay, so or a limp biscuit, if you will. No, nope, that's something entirely different. Nope. You have your terms all mixed up, buddy. But that could be. Part of a of an orgy, maybe I don't know. I've never been to one. No, no intentions to ever go to one either. No. Um, go take a pass on that invite. So I'll pass. Yeah. Is is the worst part that this was maskless? They were eighty people maskless. Um, in Caligula, Caligula. That, yeah, that's the worst part about it. Yeah. Um. So two two party organizers and an and and. A, attendee were charged with multiple misdemeanors for breaking COVID-19 regulations, selling alcohol without a liquor license. Um, yeah, this that is never happened period because of COVID. If people, if you know, okay. If people want to get together and get their freak on, I'm all for it. Do your thing. That's cool. As long as all consensual, everybody's happy. Do your thing. But right now, lock that shit up. Cause yep. we're in a pandemic. Yep. So you're saying be- because of the pandemic, they should not be doing this. No, no, no. Okay. What I'm saying is I'm all for people doing their thing. Like if you want to get together and do what whatever nasty shit you want to Bang do. Bang it out. As long as it's consensual, do your thing. I will support you. But right now, stay the fuck home so you don't make me and everybody else that I care about fucking sick and die. So that's what yeah. I'll, I'll have to say. And get a liquor license too. Or while you're you know it. what? You know what? Get your own little pod going, okay? Get tested. Once the results come back, then do your your nasty whatever you want to do in your little pod. So you're saying like they should have a sex party bubble, if you will. Absolutely, yes. It it should be a group of people that are all connected. They so it's like the NBA with dicks and vaginas. Fine. Which I'm pretty sure that was the NBA bubble too. Honestly, (laughs) look, just. Well, it was a lot of dicks. I'm pretty sure the, any vaginas entered in got the. They weren't real happy about that. Did you, no, well, because that were, happened. To, was it Donovan Mitchell? There's a lot of Instagram models up in yeah. the NBA bubble. Yeah, not gonna lie. Um, uh, Michael, did you freeze up? No, you're just looking down. I thought you froze for a second. Um, yeah. So, so sex party bubble is what we're looking for. Michael's yeah. sending us a text. He says, "Sound cut again." All right, hold on, Michael. Fantastic. Give us one second here. We will cut out. Cut back in. All right, are you, can you hear us now? Yep, sure can. Cool. Man, that's weird. That is so weird. Yeah, just let us know. It's also not telling me how many viewers there are. It says there's zero, but I know people Probably are commenting. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, people are to? people are commenting, so I assume that they're watching if they're commenting. And they're only here for me. We know this. They're only yes, here for that me. is true. That's you, fair. That you are our ratings draw. This is, <laughs> they, we're doing our November sweeps. So this is it's the Moncton bump. Yeah, get, you're welcome. Get that monk, Moncton bump. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So, 
anyway, yeah, so there was a sex party and everybody's getting arrested for it. Yep. Yeah. Because you're fucking stupid. Because of COVID don't, and don't, don't do shit liquor like license. This. Don't do this shit with COVID, man. Just don't. Don't even have sex in masks. Like, that's just don't do it at all. As hot as that may sound, like sex yeah, in a mask? Yeah, like, don't even do that. Like, just, just don't. Like no, a Freddy Krueger mask? Or like what a, about, like what a about, mask? like, if you're in a, in a, in a, in a relationship and you know that the person, like, if you're no, married I'm, together. If you're within the same pod, that's cool. Like, if you're, if you're in your same quarantine Am situation. I allowed to have sex, Michael? I'm just asking. <sighs> okay. What's the Can I wear a monkey mask What's... when I do it? Is that allowed? No Look one wants no. that. Nobody wants no. that, Matt. No one. I've seen your monkey mask. It's weird. Not a euphemism. I actually have a monkey yeah. mask. <laughs> Sometimes he drives with it on. I did I once. Swear. Yeah. I know I have a picture uh-huh. of it yep. somewhere. Yep. I'm so happy I'm safe here in my apartment in Carmel, yeah. far away from you guys. Yeah. Well, Michael, are you, what, what else do you have? Um, I've, I've got plenty. Uh, this, how many have you done? Uh, I've done two. You've done more than enough. I've done two. Okay, do one that more. Um, let me be. see here. Oregon man. Okay, so... A bend man. Bend. <laughs> That's a That's, first. A bend man from Bend, Oregon. Excuse me. I, I have a number of things I'd like to say right now. <laughs> Last name over. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's, he's from Bend. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then. No, we knew that. Okay, a bend man uh, was experiencing <laughs> bend. D- d- Got to emphasize that D. His last name is Ago. No, a bend ago. Oh. Little little little, little Bible, Bible humor little Bible for you. Joke for you for all you Sunday <laughs> it's school. A, it's a Bible deep cut. Tending kids. Um, uh, a bendigo man. Uh, <laughs> Was experiencing and his brother Shadrach. <laughs> this really gets really sad after this. Uh, a bend man was experiencing uh, depression as a result of his failing marriage. Uh, so he went to yeah, his funnier than depression. Yeah. Michael, great story. Uh, yeah, great, great, great story. Uh, so he went to his family posi- physician, who counseled him on ways to improve his marriage, prescribed prescribed him some marijuana and CBD. Um, you can get crack in Oregon now. Really? <laughs> it's legalized crack. Really? Yes. The last election they did. I had no idea. Yep. They legalized a number of I drugs. I missed that when I was there. Decriminalized them. Yeah. Um, so the patient now claims that in a lawsuit, the doctor, Ronald Rosen, uh, was having an affair <laughs> oh, with his oh, wife. Yeah. Brad's not here. God dang it, man. There's a there's a huge Fletch joke right there, and I can't even do it because nobody's going to get it. So this doctor was having an affair with this man's wife. Dr. Dr. Rosen penis. All right. Go ahead. Uh, so he, That's he, just for bread. So he sees alleging that the doctor he went to for distress over marriage was only to find out the physician was having an affair with his wife. Whoops. Um, so the complaint, Wait, so the doctor he went to was banging his wife. Yeah. And all he got was that CBD oil. It's a marijuana. <laughs> Not exactly a great trade. Yeah. So, uh, the complaint, uh, he filed on Monday, um, in the Deschutes County circuit court. A uh, local Wait, musician. Hold on, hold on, pause. It's a great brewery. Deschutes? Mm-hmm. Deschutes. How is it spelled? I just need to know this. D-E-S-C-H-U-T-E-S. You know where Deschutes is, right? Next to the roof? Right next to the playground. Right next to the ladders? Oh, fuck. God. 
right next to the beach. All day. We could do this all day with the same fucking joke, and I don't even care. <laughs> it's, um, you got, you got to try the, the swing set. So, so okay, so the person, the, 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 which is just a top to mulch. <laughs> the plaintiff, as it were. To the bok choy too. (laughs) (laughs) The plaintiff is a local musician and financial advisor, Pearson Tone. Excuse me, Pearson Tone. (laughs) This is you're making this shit up. Pierce Bottoms was that his no that his middle name Bottoms Pearson Tone. Uh, He seeks two point nine million dollars from Rosen for professional negligence as a result of Rosen's conduct. The plaintiff. Uh, sustained emotional distress, including the loss of his marriage and emotional and social destruction of his family. Yeah, the doctor was fucking his wife, so yeah, yeah, he might might have a case there. Not when, sure he's gonna get two and two point nine squids out, a million squids out of it, but you know what they say: when in bend. <laughs> no, no, they don't. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> after the visit, Tone learned that uh, yeah, Rosen had been. With his wife for an extended period of time. Um, God, what a creep. Yeah. Trying to see if there's any other news. Tone, who's 47, who goes by his middle name. Bottoms. Nope. No. Franchot. What? That is Pearson not... Franchot Tone. That can't. How do you spell that? That can't be right. R, R, I'm sorry. F R A N C H O T. Franchot? Franchot? It's got to be Franchot. It can't be Franchot. Franchot? That can't be right. It has to be a silent T. Franchot? I think it's Franchot, yeah. Franchot, so, yeah. Pearson Franchot Tone. Yeah, so he's clearly French. Yeah. Wee oui, wee. Oui. He is the uh, grandson <laughs> of the classic Hollywood Michael's actor. Michael's bilingual. Who knew? Yeah. Franchot Tone. So I guess it's like, it's, it's his... Grandfather. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. I, I forgot what this fucking story was. I don't even. Just, the doctor was banging this dude's wife. Yeah. Great. So. Move on. No, was, was he at the same sex thing we heard about the last news story? No, this is on the other side of the country. This is mm, in okay. Bend, Oregon. Just oh, people right. nailing people everywhere. Origin. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want a palate cleanser or you want to no, call it a just, day? There's No, just let's call it a day. Yeah. Let's get on Kill the poofy. Okay, Michael. Michael's on a time crunch. Yeah, Michael's on a time crunch. All right. Uh, without further ado, let's go further out, further in. All right. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Wrong one. There you go, buddy. Uh, professional podcast. I think you do that like once a week at least. Now. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael Moncton is here. He is our guest. So the weird thing about the the this thing that's happened today is literally yesterday. I was thinking we need to have Michael Moncton on just to talk about Michael Moncton, just to tell the story of, of this young man and his uh, triumphant journey in life. So, uh, little did I know less than 24 hours later, we would be here talking about you. It's fate. Yeah, it is fate. So we, so you sat down with me 
a while back and did uh, a turd talk. What we that was like so, summer, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was been a hot minute. So um, we had a conversation. Um, we're just going to pretend like that never happened in terms of what we're going to talk about today. So this is all we're going to. You can tell the same stories. Don't have to worry about like people hearing it twice. Um, there are literally dozens more people who are listening now. Um, yes. So we're going to introduce you to dozens more people. Um, so, um, let's, let's, let's start at the beginning. Uh, who do you think you are? Well, um, just a, <laughs> I fucking hate that question. For the because, <laughs> who do you like, think you who, are? Okay. Well, so, so you're a black I, guy, huh? Let's start yeah. there. How about that? I didn't notice. <laughs> Actually, I did. A beautiful, gorgeous black man. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guy who moved here from Tennessee. Thank God. Um, I'm sure we into that a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a businessman. I work in sales and um, I'm a musician. I play music um, here and there. And um, yeah, I'm kind of an, an ex-Christian, I guess to say. I've had a quite a journey of discovery and learning about myself about christianity about how i fit in with that um so you know there's a lot inside of that but that's kind of who yeah. i am so so when we met you you mm-hmm. drove up to so you you got in the pastor's pub which we'll talk about a little bit later yeah. but um we had just uh you came up for for was it the cookout that was the yes. picnic in May. The picnic. It was. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was and May of what? 2017, I think. Yeah. And we had um, before. The, the, so it was that was on, a, I think, Saturday, maybe. Probably a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Friday night. Friday night. You have the date? Wow. Uh, that's impressive. It's all up in there. In that night. Well, you save the most important dates, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's, our, hope, let's hope something pushes that. I up. expect something yeah. in our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on the 13th, if you will, which would have been a Friday the 13th. Is that right? I guess so. It must yeah. have been, yeah. Um, we, someone uh, fact check this, please. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone, I'm wrong. Who knows? <laughs> um, so you, you came up and um, and uh, we had dinner. Yeah. And that was our first introduction. It was me and Upland. Michael and Brad and et cetera, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. he was there too. Yes, yep. that's right. Casey. It was the four of us. Mm-hmm. At Upland Brewing in Bloomington. I don't think Casey had been around that long either. Yeah. They had just moved here recently, I think. Well, because we weren't calling him et cetera then. We didn't know. No. Yeah. Et cetera, he really this was pre et cetera. Yeah, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know until later. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, so, all right, let's talk about a little bit about your uh, upbringing. Um, yeah. where, so, so where, where do you come from? Where, <clears throat> where, where do you hail from? So I am Jamaican born. So I was born in a little orphanage called, um, Marigold Child Center. Um, Lady Musgrave Avenue in Kingston, Jamaica. There's a, re- I mean, so people think of Jamaica as being beautiful and beaches and resorts. And that's true. However, um, Jamaica is also very impoverished. They have a horrible government. They always have, probably always will, unfortunately. Um, they're reliant pretty much 100% upon tourism to have anything of worth, pretty much. Um, so Jamaica is is not a great place to live. Uh, I was born um, in an abandoned building a couple of blocks down the street from this orphanage. 
Um, and I was conceived in this building and left there. And then some, some old lady came and found me laying there and walked me down the street to the orphanage where I was for about two and a half years until my parents found me there. So, That's crazy. And you, you fairly yeah. recently found out, it, what did you fairly recently find out with that story? Yeah. So literally, I think it was like, what is this? This is, this it was is a Tuesday. Week ago, so like it? last week. Yeah. yeah. Like Wednesday or Thursday of last week. So I, I found out the exact address of, of where the orphanage was. Um, just a whole bunch of information about it. I reached out to someone um, who kind of runs, um, it's called Children of Jamaica Outreach, Kojo. Check them out. Um, Not to be confused out- with Kujo, the dog. Or Kato, yes, the house guest. Yeah, that's true. It's not Cujo the dog. It's or not. Keto, the, or Keto the diet. Is there a diet? It's yeah, Keto. Just sit here and just wait until you're done. Yeah. So I'm I, think I think that's people it. And we went from... I think that's all I've got. Kojo okay. to Cujo to Kato to Keto. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. All right, proceed. Proceed. We're done. <laughs> Our work um, here is done. <laughs> so yeah, I, I found out some information just that you know, um, where the orphanage was located. It's no longer there. Apparently it went under in 2005 because it was one of the, um, the, the, the most remote and the most impoverished ones there. There's about, I think there's about 12 to 15 orphanages around the island. Um, and that one had an under, I think it was less than 10% adoption rate, less than 10%, um, which is really bad at their jobs. Well, I mean, if they didn't have anything to work with, like it was like dirt yeah, floor, all donation. Yeah. I mean, they Man. didn't have the people who worked there were pretty much volunteers. They didn't get paid; they're volunteers. I mean, they're um, they're literally just giving kids a place to live. Yeah, this is a third world country, basically. Yeah, it is what this is like. So, I mean, these these kids come from nothing and remained in nothing, hoping that someone will come and adopt them, and most of them don't. So, in Jamaica, they I don't know if it's the same way today, but back then in the eighties. Um, they turned out the girls at age 16 on the street and the boys at age 11 because that's when they think that you're old enough to fend for yourself and Jeez. find food and figure it out. And most kids who get released because they're over capacity or they reach age um, either wind up dying of malnourishment, mm-hmm. um, they get robbed or kidnapped, or th- it's not good for them at all. Yeah. Um, so My son's the, the, 11. Yeah, the, Jude's yeah. eleven. Literally, so Jude would get mm-hmm. kicked out right now, mm-hmm. and and it, it's it's just it's staggering to me. So someone like me who was adopted into um, a a well a good American family and brought home to live and get an education and was raised well, like that is very rare. Um, so I'm I'm very fortunate. Yeah. So how did I don't know if we've you and I've ever talked, but we've been friends since you pretty much came to the pub and yeah especially since you moved to indiana you've been to my house on numerous occasions mm-hmm. um i mean knowing i guess early on you i mean you probably knew pretty early on that you were adopted given that your parents are both honkies i mean like <laughs> yeah, you know, i mean you know what i'm saying i mean yeah. they're, i mean they're both white you're, you're yeah, clearly clearly there's a a uh, a skin different a skin color difference there yeah um i mean did you do you remember you know growing up did thinking you were adopted did it I don't know how to ask the question. Did it do anything to you mentally? Did you think about it? Did you, yes. I mean, did it kind of fuck you up or did it like, what did it knowing that you were like, especially once you know your story, like oh, you're yeah. left in an abandoned building. Yeah. I mean, what did it, what did that, I mean, what does that do to a person? Yeah. I mean, all of it. So there, there was a point when my, my parents noticed this too, 
Um, I was a pretty happy-go-lucky kid. I was just smiles. I'm and, shocked. And yeah, really, right? Yeah, exactly. Who would have yeah, thought me? You've really changed over the years. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, it's been a whole arc to that. But, you know, so I, I remember at a young age becoming very aware um, that I didn't fit in my environment because I, I was raised up in a, in a very small town in Iowa um and kind of all over the place in, in minnesota i we moved around a lot and um i was a corn so husker I, no no oh. I, I, no that's I, nebraska i did my corn though I you're did a hawkeye in high school to make some money i did do that that was you husked job. corn mm -hmm. that's yeah. what all that's what all good iowa kids do come on come on that's... anyway um that was terrible but anyway so yeah, just I remember just being very aware that I didn't fit in my environment. I mean, my entire family was all white. Um, all of our friends were white. Um, everyone around me was white. Like this town I was in, to see another black person was very rare, and people would talk about it. Um, I got bullied a lot because of it. Um, kids would call me all things from like from slave to they would ask me about my skin and try to come up and touch it, and they would touch my hair and all kinds of weird racist shit that some of them didn't know was racist. They just hadn't seen a black person before. They right, just didn't yeah. know what I was about, right? Right. Um, so there was there was a lot. I mean, my, my parents were very supportive. Like they they did their best to. Um, they raised me with love. They're really good people. They are. There was just a lot. There was a time I think my dad was at the grocery store with me. I was an infant, and someone apparently called the police on him because he had me, and they asked him to provide my adoption papers to prove that I was actually his, which wow. is ridiculous. Um, but that I mean, that's what racism does, right? That yeah. people just. Yeah, so just in all kinds of stuff growing up from all different ages dealing with it. So I was very aware of that. In a way, it, it made me strong because I've learned over the years and with massive amounts of therapy um, that, I mean, fuck your skin. Like, who, who cares what color skin you have? You, 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 if you feel that you fit somewhere, then you fit because it's your choice. You are who you are. You right. are beautiful and who you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. Um, you don't have to fit what's around you as long as you fit within yourself. That's what matters. So I've, I've had to teach myself that's good that. Stuff. I like that. Um, yeah, I've had to teach myself that. Um, it's not been easy, and I feel quite a bit. I'm getting better at it now, mm -hmm. um, but it was a struggle growing up. So sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you tell me a little bit about your introduction to um, Christianity and the church and kind yeah. of that experience. Yeah. So amongst all of that, you know, growing up in a super white, very evangelical Christian household, my parents um, were Baptist for a while and they kind of made the transition into the evangelical bend of things, which is different, but also not that different in ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. Different, yeah. different. It's the yeah, liberal, it's, it's liberal Baptist. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we, I, I went to these mega churches. Um, I was, as, when I was younger, we lived in the Minneapolis area in Minnesota and there was a church called Speak the Word Church that was like thousands of people would gather in this huge amphitheater every single weekend. Um, we would drive like an hour and 20 minutes to, to go there every Saturday, every Saturday night for church, Boy. every Sunday morning, Wednesday nights. Oh like my, my, my parents knew the pastors. Like, And the interesting thing about was kind of combining in the, the growing up black thing is that this church was also primarily 
white too. Just the whole thing was. Yeah. And so my dad did some pastoral stuff there. So I was also kind of the pastor's kid. So I was kind of the the cute adopted black pastor's kid, which also comes along with its own set of shit. Yeah. That's a deal too, because now I have to be perfect. And I'm like the wonder baby because I'm black and how great is it they adopt just just all this shit. You get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a superhero? No. Is your superpower being black? Yes, it is. Exactly. Well, there's a whole trope of white missionaries adopting black babies. And yeah. then they're kind of like this. It's the white savior shit. The white Christian savior thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you just do on the cross. Uh, no, okay. No, I'm not saying that my parents are not bad people. I'm not saying that. But yeah, that was tied in There all is of a thing. Shit. Yeah. There, there is a thing. There definitely mm-hmm. is. So that was part of it, too. Um, so, I mean, that was what I grew up with. I mean, it was it was Bible all the time. I was homeschooled. All the curriculum we used was all Christian based. It was like a Becca and Bob Jones shit. Yeah. With those of you who know about Christian homeschooling, those yeah, I did. Like, I did a Becca. Oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. Like, yeah. I mean, thank God I actually know how to do shit and have a job. I mean, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no fucking right? kidding. Yeah, that was because I fought through that shit. Um, but some are fortunate, I'm sure, because that's just a mess. But anyway, did you have so, the? Did you do? Uh, um, so you did homeschooling, right? Or was All it? The entire yeah. way. So, um, did you do the the VHS tapes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my We're gonna God. open with uh, some hymns each for each class. So <laughs> every morning to start off the morning, we would have devotions yeah. before school. Then we would watch like one Joyce Meyer episode to start the yeah. day off. Literally. Joyce Meyer. <laughs> with, with I want to tell you exactly. guys about the Lord's love. Yeah, literally. So that was every fucking morning. And I mean, so, so I grew up in that. So I, I had the, 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 the black adopted kid thing. And then I also had like, I mean, I'm, I'm gay. So I also had that too. And so as, as I kind of got older into my, my later, you know, nine, 10, 11 into the teen years, that really began to compound itself more and get more intense. I'm wrestling with not only, you know, I'm an adopted black kid. I don't really fit with my, birth family at all but also this other thing too that now my whole religion is telling me you know you're it's the worst thing you could ever possibly be yeah i was trying to be the perfect little christian kid um and that i mean was really really tough so there's a lot wrapped into all that yeah i like i think about stuff like you know what would happen if i was raised differently in terms of of the church but like in, in your scenario if you think about what would happen if your parents didn't adopt you I mean that's a that's that's a whole different. I'd probably be dead. That's a honestly. whole different yeah. shit show. So th- there's like a mix of like gratefulness, oh, but then yeah. there's also like a little bit of bitterness. I would yep. assume. Um, you know what? That that really has been a big thing I've had to work through, and I talked to him about this because um, I, I went through a lot of shit. Um, yeah. Because I mean, not it wasn't because they had ill intentions. Because they were trying to yeah. do what they thought was right in the Christian faith, but it was still shit. And yeah. And, I, and, we, uh, being honest like they they were doing the best that they could do exactly. and, and i don't know your parents so but but i assume based on what you've told me that they're genuinely trying to do what's they right are. yeah they, they're, they're genuinely trying they to ever do did was they did not think oh how, how can we fuck michael up that's not what their yeah was that wasn't yeah. their was agenda a, we have a set of they, they were by the book christian so we yeah. have a set of beliefs that we have to follow we're going to raise him this way um but still it was still shitty i mean let's just be yeah honest. Um, but in my head growing up is like, it was hard fighting it because I have this gratefulness of 
gosh, this is an amazing story that I have. I mean, it's not, I mean, they yeah. went way out of their way. I mean, yeah. they went through a hurricane to get me. They, they lived through that and all this stuff. And um, it took them years to get me out. And all, they, they spent so much money and time yeah. um, and all of this. And I kept thinking, like, the gratitude I have is so great for them that I have a hard time saying, you know what? You kind of fucked that up, Mom and Dad. Like, you really, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, that was hard to do. I've done that recently. I've had that. I've talked to them about that recently, and that was that was a good conversation actually. But it took me. Yeah. I mean, I'm 33 now, so it took me a long time to get there. Um, so, yeah. Was it harder oh, growing up being gay or black? I think they're both equal. Okay. I, I think they 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 come in. I know that's completely subjective. Equal but, but just, different in their yeah, own they, they kind come of thing. In different packages because. Um, being being black, I have racism to deal with. So sure. I have a parade for that. Right, I got that, and I have yeah. all of that junk that comes with it. And I also have black, which is I mean, I'm gay, which is another thing on top of it. But though the two together, that's mm. worse because yeah. um, in the the black culture, masculinity is a really big deal. Right. Um, I'm supposed to fit an image. I'm yeah. supposed to be. A foot, uh, you know, a football player, a basketball player. I'm supposed to be tall. I'm supposed to be super masculine, have a deep voice. I'm supposed to love like rap music and like that's what I'm supposed to like. Um, but I'm a cardigan wearing, classical music loving, poetry <laughs> writing, um, artistic, tender-hearted, soft guy. That's mm-hmm. just who I've always been. Yeah. Um, I, I would sit and listen to classical music and write poetry and draw is what I would do in my room as opposed to playing basketball. Um, I had so many times when people would uh, would say to my dad, oh, well, it's so great you have a black kid because he can play sports. People say that mm. all the time, and I didn't. Um, dad actually took me to a, um, a, a basketball team and had me try out. And on the in the tryouts, um, I got confused on how to which which thing that which thing the ball was supposed to go into. So the whole team is running this way to dunk it, right? And my I'm, I've always been a businessman my entire life. I thought you know what the easiest option this basket's closer. So why are they going to all run over here? When I get, I have the uh. ball, I'm going to take it over here and get it in. My objective was swish versus <laughs> <laughs> versus the correct basket right that's amazing my dad was just like he was mortified like the poor guy that was yeah well (laughs) you know so all right so we touched on you being gay um let's i i want to know kind of that's a weird way to put it but i don't know a better way to put it so we touched on we, you being gay, we right? Talk, we talked about this in our last session, Michael. Um, no. Um, so in, in in terms of like growing up in the church, knowing you were gay, I assume you knew early on. Um, what what was that experience like in terms of um, how, how did you handle that? Um, well, not well. Honestly, at first, I really didn't handle it. I didn't handle it all, period, for a while. Like, that's that's when I learned. I think the gay thing is what taught me the very bad habit I have even today of squashing my emotions and just repressing who I am as a person. Sure, like, understandable. M- m- both with the gay and the black thing, I was taught by my parents, by everybody I was around, who you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be Christian. Um, 
supposed to talk like this, act like this, say this, do that, have this kind of job, wear this, have this kind of like all this stuff. I had these boxes given to me. And I, they were doing it because they thought, oh, here we have this sensitive black guy. He's not going to make it unless we give him these parameters to live within. So that's how, which was, it's really shitty, but that's just how I was raised. So um, that's where I learned this repression thing that I have. Um, and th the gay thing is what really brought that out because um, I learned early on that that was the one thing I couldn't talk to my parents about. It was, yeah. I tried it and it was a very, very, very bad situation that happened. Mm -hmm. Very traumatic evening in our household. Um, they're oh, very, um, I was 13, I yeah. think. Yeah. So puberty. Um, yeah, puberty. I was, mm -hmm. was just, just going through it. Kind of lit when we were just going through it. Um, dad was working a job like an hour and a half away. Um, mom and I were home. I went to her and I said, hey, something is up. I just went to summer camp a week before and all my guy friends were kind of talking about girls and drawing boobs and all the normal shit that kids do, right? And I wasn't yeah. doing any of it. Hey, kids um, still do that. Why were you drawing? Right. <laughs> I wasn't drawing shit. I was, I got I was, a for I was movie. trying to blend and trying to be like them, what I was trying to yeah. do, but I knew that it wasn't me. Um, so I went to mom and said, Hey, this is something isn't right. And mom and I always had this. You can come to me and talk about whatever. She's always been really good about that. So I did. And her reaction was very different. My mom was a therapist for many, many years. Um, very good at, you know, body language, good conversation. That's always who she's been. She lost her shit this time. What she had, she doesn't, my parents don't lose their shit ever. They don't, they're not yeah. lose their shit people. They're very together, very scholarly people, not this time. So she called dad and dad left his job early and came home, Ooh, boy. which oh. that is scary, which cause yeah. that never happens. It's a long ever. hour and a half drive home. Oh, I was fucking terrified. And dad comes home and they're screaming at each other in the other room, which again, never happens. And I knew that it was somehow my fault. Um, and trying to figure out what was going on. And then they come out and get me. And th this is a little traumatic. Dad says to yeah. me, he says, after comedy, he says, you know, we didn't adopt you to have you turn out to be gay. So you have to make a decision. Um, if you're going to stay in my house, um, you can't be gay. So he made me choose right then and there. And I said, well, I guess I'm straight. Like I, I had to... My, yeah. my that was the first time my survival mode kicked in. Yeah, and I, wow. I have a very strong survival. Like whatever to. happens, I'm going to get through it. And that's when it locked in. It was like I have to protect myself now. And it was it was it was a rejection, but it was also I have to dial down and put my head down and get through this now. And so I knew that I could no longer talk about it. Like I shut that shit down hardcore. Um, and that, I mean that was that, that lasted for like puberty and early teens. I was figuring out how to like do school, all the other shit I was figuring out. Yeah. But then it became a bigger deal in my later teens and in my twenties. And I went through conversion therapy a couple of times. Uh, my parents put me through conversion take, therapy it. once. No, it did not take. Thank <laughs> God it didn't take. Yeah. No. Oh God. No. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine. Fucking Mike Pence. Ugh, fuck him. Yeah. Hey, maybe if we electrocute these kids, it'll make them not gay. Uh, you know, so I, I didn't, I didn't have that physically, a uh, physical assault stuff you hear about. Um, I we didn't do that shit. Um, thank goodness, but we did have a lot of psychological stuff. Like they would do the whole thing, which of, is almost worse. Yeah, because it's it, 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 it fucks, fucks with your mind. mind. Oh, my gosh, it does. Yeah. I remember them asking me specifically, um, "Tell us how your dad is absent," which he wasn't. <laughs> 
because it's because the Christian trope about this is yeah. you have an absent father and overbearing mother. That's a whole thing. Uh-huh. And my parents are neither one of those things. Yep. Um, and they they almost made me lie about they tried, they tried to force me to say yeah. my parents were doing things that they were not. Um, and they would we would have to keep a journal and write down any sexual thoughts. And again, this time I was 15 years old. So, so it was nothing but sexual thoughts. Well, that, but it was also <laughs> you're like a typical fifteen-year-old confused shit. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. fucking fifty. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. I'm fifteen yeah. years old, right? Yeah. So I, we had to turn this into them, like, so they could read it, and then they, uh, we have counseling sessions. Uh, and there was thing where this counselor would come over to our house every day, every day for three weeks, including weekends, and for had what to talk to me about the homosexual lifestyle. And to read Bible verses and to pray and all I'm I'm really being serious. You're just I'm like being, do tell. I'm laughing about it now, but I'm I'm serious that shit happened. Like, that sounds was, like fucking hell, man. It, it really was, does. It was I can't was, even imagine. It was the worst. It, and I didn't know what was happening. Because again, I'm like fifteen years old, right? Um, yeah. Matt, can you imagine somebody coming to your house every day talking to you about the, the straight lifestyle and how it's wrong and all the sexual thoughts that you had when you were a teenager and writing them down in a goddamn book? No, it would that, take longer than three weeks well, if you're going to do yeah, that. Yeah. I, I can't, <laughs> you got three years? Nope. Yeah, that's... I yeah. cannot imagine, man. I'm, I, I'm going to apologize. I am so sorry that shit happened to you. We are sorry for all Christian straight God homies. damn it. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, it's, it's staggering because they're not making better people. They're, no. they're not creating people who are... Like, they talk about wanting to be, like, on fire for Christ and being bold in the Christian faith. You're not making someone bolder on fire. You're turning them into basically melted people who mm-hmm. just become puddles. Um, and who assimilate into into whatever their background is and are fearful because they're terrified of of because who you are inside cannot be kept at bay. It w- it's yeah, going to come out right. at some point, um, and if you're not encouraged, let that come out in a healthy way. It'll come out in very bad ways. We know yeah. this. That's the thing, right? So they're they're making people who are like I'm so happy that I'm on the side of that. I'm so happy I've learned and I've embraced who I am. And because if I didn't, like I don't know where the hell I'd be right now. So that you want to hear, hear some messed up shit? The um, the absent father trope was something I believed as late as ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah, actually, probably longer than that. Yeah, honestly. But I had a student in my youth group, and I've talked about this in our was our sixty third episode where we talked about it was kind of our coming out story from being to being LGBT affirming. Is that sixty three? Something around there. Yeah, I think it was sixty three. Anyway, I told the story about the the student in my youth group who looked at me. One time I was at Long John Silver's in Sevierville, Tennessee with him of all places. And he Ew. said, why, why would I choose to be this way? And like, that was the first chink in the armor of, Oh, Oh, I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Like, yeah. And, and he exactly. didn't, he didn't have a dad. He lived with his grandparents. Mom was in jail. Dad was gone. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well that's probably why he's gay. Cause dad's gone. And it's like, Oh no, maybe he's just gay because he's gay. Like, right. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was years before it, I got away from that. It's so like that in purity mm-hmm. culture is so mm-hmm. embedded into mm-hmm. Christian faith and the purity culture thing too. Like I was taught, like, like as a guy, you're just, you're just a horn dog and you can't keep it in your pants. So you better Same. like not look at a girl other, other than, you know, like we did the whole thing with, um, 
I took a can, uh, I think it was a Snickers bar, and they gave it to us, and they unwrapped it. They said, "This is like, this is a, it's perfect. It's, it's not yeah. been." And then we had to pass it around the room. Ugh. Of course, now it's like a, it's a melted and mangled piece of crap, right? I still will now. Well, <laughs> it's same. a fucking Snickers bar. I need the shit out of that. Right. Um, but they would say, "Now this is, you know, you after having sex before marriage." Is what yeah, they fuck would your say. analogy. I just want the Snickers bar. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I don't care if it's melt or not. I um, need that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. But still, just like, that's the crap. How you like that, that youth pastor Dave? Huh? Just grab it and just... just yep. Smush yeah. it straight into your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> I get on money. Uh, <laughs> I get on money. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, so, 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 what is the, all of this shit that you have gone through? What does this do to your relationship with God, the divine? What? Wh- how does that taint or influence? Your as a taint uh, or influence. <laughs> you beat me to yeah. Damn it! Or, or I was going to try to hold it back, but yeah, you, sorry. You went ahead, and uh, went down that road. So, 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 how does that influence your your relationship with the divine? How how does that affect it? Oh, um, well, it sure did in the sense that it's I don't want to say non-existent, but it's not what it was before at all. Like I, I have gone gotten to a point now where. I still, I still have respect for people who claim the Christian faith. I still respect it. Um, if that's something that you choose for yourself and it truly makes you a better person, if you are able to, you know, have the have the Christian faith be part of your life and still love people unconditionally and care for people, um, and if you want to choose that life, lifestyle, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but it, but if it if it truly <laughs> makes you a better person all around. I am all for it, um, but it doesn't work for me anymore. It, it just doesn't. Yeah, um, that's a choice that I had to make, and you know, it, it was like for a long time we say, "Oh, well, I have same-sex attraction," because that's what you're supposed to say when you're a Christian and you're you're gay. That's what you're supposed to say, right? But you um, don't act on it. Exactly. Um, like I liked max- masturbation in high school, but I didn't act on it. Yeah, yeah sure know. you didn't. Yeah, sure you did. We know better. Jerking now, off. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very excited right now. We need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. You just sit at home and masturbate. That's three inches of wonderful. Is it over now? Yeah, it's over. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, let me peruse my sound bites here. I think we're good. Oh, we've had enough. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna smell it if that's what you want. I love sausage. This may be harder than you think. <laughs> Six inches in front of your face! Michael! God damn it, that's enough. <laughs> Where the guy who's the bottom is on the top, right. the guy who's on the top is on the bottom. I'm so tired right now. I know, me too. I'm so sorry. No, you're exa- no, you're fucking ex- not. I am exhausted. <laughs> okay. Um. So serious face. <sighs> okay.
Michael. What, so what were we even talking about? We're talking about his relationship with Jesus. That's right. Um. So, how did how the hell did you end up listening to this podcast? Because I think that's where we get back to the beginning of the story where we were talking about how we met. So, yeah. Um. From the time that that you tell us a little bit about you coming to terms with the reality of who you are. Well, not just. Yeah. I mean. The, the, the question sounds like a like us fishing for like like compliments or something. I think. No, no, no. No, I, I know I, you're not saying, but I, it sort I of sounds really that way. I want to know more of like. Um, but tying that into like his spirituality, like if you've already given up on God or the divine, or not given up, but like yeah. that whole thing is completely transformed from what it was. How do you end up listening to a spiritual podcast? So <laughs> that that transformation hadn't happened before found you guys okay. like this podcast so was we're a, the one who made you break up with jesus that's what you're saying i mean if you want to claim that but i but i mean the, i was already kind of on the path of that so yeah. um i was working a job that i worked at for like 13 years i was an upper level manager um at, at a company and i had an employee um great woman she was a lesbian and just one of the best people I ever met she was so just full of life. I was jealous of her for years because she just had this joy and this just genuine, like you can tell when she was free, super, yeah, super fucking free and genuine and open and just, just all of it. I loved her. She was so infectious. And, um, I, I just, she told me about this podcast. She listened to you guys. Um, and because we would have meetings and we wouldn't talk, we, we wouldn't talk, we just bullshit and wouldn't talk about work for half the time. Right. We talk yeah. about whatever. Um, and she, she said, you got to listen to these guys. She knew I was gay. Um, I wasn't out, but I also wasn't like, hide- I'm also kind of obvious to you in some ways. I wasn't hiding in here, <laughs> but I wasn't, well, let's be honest. Um, he is clearly I wore, gay. I wore super nice shoes every single day. <laughs> um, yeah. It so, was the Louis Vuitton bag that gave it away. Yeah, I had one of those. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so she she said, "Hey, you know, I, I." And she also knew that I was a Christian too, and she just knew things about me that hadn't. She, she just knew somehow. Yeah, it just it just yeah. bled off of you. Yeah. So she said, "Hey, you know, I think you love these guys. They're they're pastors and they swear." And I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" fuck are you talking about man first of all oh the blasphemy but also ooh, let me listen, right <laughs> oh, so kind of this thing right so I, I that's our you guys. that's our new tagline in glorious pastors podcast ooh the blasphemy you know, and at that point in my life i was searching for for media and content that affirmed me yeah. i was reading books like torn by justin lee which yep. read that book it's fucking amazing that was one of the books that made me that Excuse me to come out. That book was incredible. I was reading that, like listening to podcasts, all this stuff. And the first one I listened to you was, I don't remember what, which one it was, but you were talking about um, affirming the LGBT community and all of that. And that how was 63 you, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's mm-hmm. when it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had listened to that. And that was so, it was like therapy from my soul of being like, here are these pastors that they were in the environment that I was used to. Mm-hmm. So I knew the code that you mm-hmm. like had been embedded inside yours. I knew it. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, but you had made this transformation and you had affirmed people like me. And I thought, you know what? There, that's interesting. So I kept listening. <laughs> hey, and, I should give um, these guys some money. 
Yeah. Well, well. So I was I was also like super lonely at the time. I needed friends, hmm? and so I thought this, this seems like a great group of people. So I, I think I messaged one of you or whatever, and I found out about the pub, and I gave you guys like a buck and began li- began <laughs> listening to Patreon stuff, and yeah. Um, then I just said, you know what? I'm not for a dollar. Go. You didn't. Not for a dollar. You didn't. You weren't listening to the high quality bonus content at a dollar. Well, I was missing out, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. I was missing out. Yeah. Um. So I I came to the, to the picnic and I met you and a bunch of people and it uh-huh. was really um also transformative for me too because i just i learned that here's a group of people that they don't have this baggage i'm not trying to reinvent myself for them i'm not trying to be they're not watching me come out like i came i was you knew i was gay i just said it already it wasn't a thing it yeah. was no one no one talked about like oh there's a gay oh. person amongst us what are we going to do there wasn't any of that shit. it was just like <laughs> he's just a human being yeah and that for me was can we make was, him do the decorating? Yeah, it, it was <laughs> what I would love to do. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I love to decorate. Obviously. Right? Yes. Yeah, we get yeah. it. We know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, not that wasn't a joke. That was that was that was serious. It's reality. It's the truth. It's who I am. Um, but it, it was being you know when a human is is put in a community where they can thrive and be truly who they are at their genuine selves. That's when the most growth happens, right? Yeah. You don't have to keep pushing yourself down any longer because you are encouraged to blossom because you're in the right environment. Right. And that's what the pub became for me was an environment where I could begin to ask questions, which is like the biggest no, no in Christian culture. Don't ask a fucking question. Just don't do it. But I was doing it in the pub. And for me, it was like every question I asked and I would type in there and would get affirming responses was just a little bit of a jump start to my soul a little bit. Um, and it just helped me start to think, you know what, maybe the way I've been living and what I've been trying to push for isn't good for me. It's not healthy yeah. for me. Um, for a good while, I was pretty mad at God. Like I was, I was angry at the church, had a lot of resentment. I put myself through conversion therapy later it was when I was older, because I was trying to do the right, to do what I thought was the right thing. Yeah. And that was also shitty too. Um, and I got kicked once I came out, they kicked me out and, um, they um they outed me. It was really really bad. All this mess. And I was so angry at the church and God and all of it. And that t- that took me years to release that anger, um, and to realize to, to put it into place of you know what that is what it is over there. It's it's there. I, I know what it is. I understand it. it. Doesn't have to be me. I'm gonna move on and be happy and find out who I am. And now this year has been like just a metamorphosis of my being of. You know, like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm experiencing the the blessings of those choices now. Hundred percent. In the amount of joy yep. that I have, and I've yep. smile more. Yep. And I'm finding my own style. Can confirm. Yeah, like I just mm-hmm. I'm I'm blo- like I'm blo- I'm healthier than I ever have been as a human being. Like I'm I feel great now, and just all of this, despite how crappy this whole year has been, um, I feel like I have blossomed tenfold just this year. Um, because I am making decisions for me that matter to me that are healthy for my life um, and being black and being gay and all of it, all of who I am, I'm embracing it and living it and I'm becoming healthier for it. So. Amen. Fucking A. 
who knew this was going to turn into an infomercial for the for the Pastors Pub? Patreon.com <laughs> slash Pastors Pub. I mean, Podcast. credit where credit is due. Now, you guys are, you know, I can say some shit too if you want. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, we're I mean, good. Nah, yeah, yeah. I think it's all pretty yeah. obvious at this point. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're terrible people. can people. see you. You'll just, be, he'll just be beating a dead horse yeah. at this point. Yeah, exactly. I really exhausted old dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That smells a little bit. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks. We'll not stop shitting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've we've. I, I do want to ask like one final. So it was the other Michael that derailed this. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> I, I do want to ask like one final, uh, one final question. Well, yeah. should we do should we do a lightning? We've round? never we done definitely a lightning, need a lightning round. round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. I did put on the turd talk, but we're gonna do it. Yeah. But okay, one final question before we get into the lightning round. Sure. Um, Bob Marley. Yes what? No, <laughs> no, no, we. Don't worry. Be happy. Um, Come on, man. I had. I had to. There it is. All right. So my question is: We. I. I know that we have listeners out there um, who have experienced some sort of your story. Mm -hmm. Some sort. uh, Some. You know, pieces of the adoption, maybe pieces of uh, the um, dealing with racism, pieces of. dealing with being closeted um, and coming to terms with, with uh, their sexuality. And in, in a lot of our listeners grew up in churches. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to people who identify with parts of your story? Cause you have the opportunity now to, to, to speak to those people. Cause I know they're listening. Um, cause, cause we get those messages. Mm -hmm. Um, what would, what would you say to them in terms of who they are? Good question. That that's heavy stuff. Um, you know, the first thing I would say is this, don't feel like you have to figure it out right now, because what I realized is you can't force change. You have to accept it when it comes upon you. You can't force it. If you force it, you're going to break something, right? We all know when you push too hard, you're, you're going to break something. And that thing is going to be you, and that's not going to be good. So, um, But allow yourself to be open to possibilities. Allow yourself to be open um, to people who come around you and do support. When people do offer support, accept it and take it. Um, I mean, I would say find a community of people that accept you. Um, don't settle for people who don't like, don't do the whole thing of, Oh, well, yes, you, we know that you're gay. We don't support it, but we still love you. Uh, no, yeah. no, that's no, don't, don't do that. that. I did that. Um, I mean, I, yes. Yeah. Yep. And the reason why is because it's either all or nothing. If they yep. support you or not. End mm-hmm. of story. Like there, there's no, I fell for that shit for so long and I'm done. Like I'm done with that shit because guess what? Like I am me. If you don't like it, then I'm not going to hate you, but see yeah. like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have time for it any longer. I'm not going to waste my time yeah. on no, you. Exactly. Um, if, if now you, you can speak to them, you can have conversations and you can, you know, ask questions and debate. That's fine. But don't let them come close to your heart because your heart's pressure and it matters. Um, I would also say just read. I mean, there's so much good content out there about um, just people who have been closeted and who have been in Christian culture. And I mean, I would, I can provide some, if you want to reach out to me, I have some great ones that I've read. Um, there are, I mean, also from like adoption perspectives, um, if you're like a multi-minority family, um, there's resources out there too. 
and just just be open to the possibility of what can happen in your own self, in people around you, um, and find things that you love. Just because the rest of the world may not agree with it, or may you may not fit in some box, fuck that box. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like you create, like you are your own. You you are you're not meant to be in a box. All the best things in the in life, like music, cannot be kept in a box. Maybe they're made in a box, but they have to leave the box, right? Yeah. So leave it and find out who you are and thrive in yourself and find people who will support and affirm who you are and settle for nothing less, what I would say. And we're going to put links to your Twitter and Instagram in the show notes just so people, if they do want to reach out to you or ask questions, they can do do that. Um, Please do. Also, you're in the Pastors Pub as well. So. For now, till yep. till you decide to leave us. That's maybe tomorrow, but we'll yeah. see. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, lightning round. Thank you for that, by the way. I really, yeah. I really do yep. appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, what is your beverage of choice? Oh, my beverage of choice. Honestly, San Pellegrino um, soda or like sparkling water. I love Dude, it. San Pellegrino with gin. No, but see, the gin ruins it. No, I don't like it without. No, alcohol. no. No, he he asked me what my not you. He asked me what my beverage was, so I'm answering. I'm just okay. telling you, you put you put a little bit of gin or vodka in there, man. That uh, nah. kicks nah. it up a notch. Nah. All right. Nope. Uh, what is the last album you listened to, start to finish? Oh my gosh, it's been so long to listen to an album, start and finish. Um, well, you've been doing the vinyl thing. That should count. <sighs> I would say um, Britney Spears debut album. No, Hit gross. me, baby, one no. more time. Listen, I have made it through 2005. I've put it through. And like, I... Sorry. You know, okay, Britney Spears is fine. She has her place, but not any longer. Not not in my house. Um, <laughs> as, for, as for me in my house, we will not we will not serve Britney Spears any longer. We will not hit me, baby, one more time. So there's this old crooner named Sarah Vaughn. Um, she's, she's a black. I've been yes. listening to a lot, of, a lot of black artists oh, right yeah. now and Stevie Sarah Ray's Vaughan, sister. I don't remember what the name of the album is but I have an entire um Michael with the Stevie Ray Vaughan reference oh, sorry. holy shit sorry you're welcome I have an entire <laughs> bin full of old records that my dad gave me and Sarah Vaughn was in there I listened to her and I am just obsessed with her voice I love like old timey crooners she's just amazing yeah. check her out she's yep. on Spotify too so they have her stuff on Spotify what is your favorite movie that you've seen in the last year, which is hard because it's 2020. What's what's it doesn't have to have come out in 2020, but uh, you have to have watched it in 2020. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would have to say favorite movie. Um, probably one of them of, of all time too is Mr. Holland's Opus. I watch it every year. Ooh. It's Richard, uh, Richard Dreyfus. It's just, it's a really old, great mm-hmm. movie. He's a band teacher. Um, I love music. It's it's one of the closest things to my heart. I love classical music. I love teaching, and I, I love helping people discover the joy of music. Um, he goes in and he teaches a little girl how to play, and it's just I'm not going to give it away. Watch it. It's just heartwarming. It's a great movie. Yeah, I love it. What is the best sitcom theme song? Will and Grace. Ooh, I don't even know their theme song. Oh, it's it's, it's 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 just like a piano um, thing. Matt, it's real. It. What? It's yeah. Will what, and Grace theme what song. What about your YouTube bitch? Yeah, yeah. Find it. It's really really good. Um, Will and Grace theme song. Okay, what goes on a hot dog? Well, first of all, they're disgusting. Okay. So, oh, um, God damn it, but, man. Okay, 
See, every no every time I talk to you, you stretch our fucking friendship to the breaking point. If the breaking point is um, diabetes, then I'm fine with that. I love hot um, dogs. We're disgusting. You get diabetes from hot dogs? You, you sure? You, I'm sure you can. So, but if you if you have if if the apocalypse is here and the only thing left to eat is a hot dog, what yeah. you put on it is um, not like that yellow mustard shit. You have to use like the spicy, yeah, darker spicy mustard's good. mustard. Yeah. yeah, ketchup is disgusting. So don't <sighs> just don't eat that. It's gross. Um, and relish and onions if you have to. Again, the apocalypse is here. That is a good theme song. Very catchy. Yeah, that's nice. it. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, let me see here. Let's see if I have one I've never used before. <laughs> you can talk um, about Star Wars again, Michael. We no, I'm not. We were, we're, we're not going to derail. I was going to avoid that question because wow. I know we derailed for a long time last time. You did say. No, never mind. Um, do you believe in the multiverse? <sighs> you know what? I think I do. There have been multiple times where I thought, wait a minute, hold on. I've done this before. I've been here before. This has happened. I've had multiple moments where I thought, hang on. I, I knew this was about to happen because I've done this before. Um, or I've just, I just, I think I'm living somewhere else as well. And there's two of me. Just there's a universe so. where you have better friends than us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm doing something better with my. There's a universe right where you're now. on the Liturgist podcast. There's a universe where you're hanging out with yeah. Michael Gung- Gunger doing shrooms. I'm a guest on Conan's podcast. That's, Ooh, that's the ultimate universe. Famous Michael. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I want to be his friend so bad. What's what's the what's your favorite Bible character? <laughs> Goofy. Um, Mickey. <laughs> I would have to say Meshach, just out of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, just because when I was a kid, um, we had a, a a Christian biker gang. <laughs> it was three of us kids who who got brand new bikes, and we were all Christians. So we would ride around on our bikes, and we called ourselves Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We'd always meet at my house, so I was Meshach. So that, that was just... Oh, because oh, my house, Meshach. Oh, my yeah, God. That was, yeah. I get it. That's beautiful. That is fucking adorable. Right. All right. <laughs> Where? Uh, <laughs> oh God! All right. Um, where can people find you online? Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. You'll put all the tags and things in here, right? Uh, not Facebook. Um, I don't have time for that. Yeah. So um, people can join the join the pub, and then they'll they'll get you on Facebook. Yep. It's um, Monctonius87 for both Twitter and Instagram. Um, I did have one last follow up. What was it? I don't know. It's not important. Who cares? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Well, let's 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 wrap it up. Yeah. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Put a put a condom on it. <laughs> well, always because safe sex is important, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> now that we ah, why? You can tell us what you think The five stars get red But one star is dead
Five stars? No. Oh, fuck. Not really any feedback either. Mm. Well. Sorry. Bell! Yeah. Bell! Bell! Inconceivable! Check, please. Michael! God what are you damn. looking at, butthead? Michael! Stop it. Just leg humping away. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Everybody this podcast. <laughs> Alright. Just, just play that text on so we can... So Michael can go out with his boo, well, we man. Come on. Is your lover there yet? And I haven't seen him. Is what? Your lover there? No, he's not here no. yet. Fine, be that mm. way. Uh, what, what do you have for hashtags? But he's coming. He's He'll be coming around lover. the mountain when he comes. He'll take your heart. He'll be coming around the mountain when it. he comes. Nope, not what I'm singing. He'll be coming around the mountain. God. He'll be coming around the mountain. He'll be coming around Stop the mountain it. when he comes. Stop it. See you Stop. when he comes. Ew. God. All right, go ahead. Matt, what do you got? I like how I'm the gross one of the podcast. Jesus Christ. Uh, hashtag all sales are final. Uh, hash- he wanted his money back. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. Hashtag salt butt licks. Uh, hashtag Bing Bay Singer. <laughs> hashtag makes my five soft. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> pounding that blowhole. Yeah. Uh, Get it. Hashtag on top of that whale's vagina. On top of whale's vagina. Uh, hashtag Barktoven. Hashtag Wolfgang Wolfsart. <laughs> no, that's not it. I'm telling you right now, that's not it. <laughs> no? I'm pretty proud of that. Hashtag Butter Your Crescent Hole. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Butter my biscuits. Midnight prayer. Hashtag journal full of boobies. What was that from? <laughs> Something I said. Yeah, oh. Matt's got a journal. Uh, I hashtag, got a journal, journal, journal for the boobies. Hashtag. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I got a journal. <laughs> got a journal. Oh, God. Gross. My remake of Pocket Full of Sunshine. Uh, hashtag um, <laughs> mush it straight into your mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for some reason, I have the idea of a banana, like a. Like a just banana Stop. mush. Stop. Like you ch- take a couple cheese and spit it out in your tongue. Ew. God. Mush it into your mouth. Ew. Stop. Or you wad it up in your fist and just like, like right in your mouth. Uh, I had then, a guy one time, he uh, <laughs> chewed up a banana and then licked it into my ear while oh, I was playing video ew. games. Oh my God. It was the, the fucking worst. Disgusting. It was gross. so gross. Uh, and then find it into my ear. Oh God! Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, and then hashtag Christian biker gang. Yeah, I had a Christian moped gang. I don't want to tell you the name of it. Well, you kind of well, have to. No, okay. I sure don't. Well, why would you fucking bring it up? I can't. Do you really have a Christian moped gang? 
I had a name for one. It was pretty fucking awesome. What was it? Just tell. Well, just, you're gonna tell us. No, I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you after. Are you serious? Yes, you're gonna going bring to bring it up, and you're not going to talk about. Yeah, it. it'll be it'll be in it'll be in the in the the speakeasy. That's the only place you'll hear about it. You withholding bitch. I know. Past patreon.com slash bastards podcast. <laughs> Gotta keep some of the content in, people. <laughs> uh what else we got? That's it. That's, That's it. all I got. Michael, Michael do you have any? Um I have three. Um right. that's what grandmas do. That's um, what grandmas do. <laughs> I love that one that's actually. A, that's a great story, but that sounds really dirty. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Take the dentures out. Oh, oh stop it. God. God. Good time. Michael, stop it. Stop what you're Michael. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Going down a dark hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, makes my five soft. All right. I've got new Brad. Hashtag on top of a whale's vagina. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag pounding that blowhole. That's that's my vote. Hashtag fresh steam. <laughs> Hashtag has Matt talking about your the pee that you were introduced to in oh, the hotel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um uh duck out, duck back in. Uh rock me like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. I kind of like rock me like a hurricane. Uh <laughs> hashtag Dame Dame Wanda Dinch. No. Um, Crescent Hole. Uh, Kojo, Kujo, Kato, Keto. <laughs> I kind of like that. No, Kojo, no, Kujo, Kato, no. Keto. I kind of like no, that. No. No. And hashtag put a condom on it. Well, that's just good advice. If you like it, then you should put a condom on it. <laughs> That's what Beyonce wanted to write, but she didn't. Yeah. So I uh, have mine. I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind uh, of a, I'm uh, kind uh, of on uh, uh, pounding that blowhole, uh, butter your crescent a hole, <laughs> and Wolf King Wolf's heart. I mean, I'm really proud of that. <laughs> You just if like have, how much it mortified me. That's if I have like another that. dog, I'm going to name a Wolfgang Wolfsart. <laughs> I will never see you ever again if you do that. I don't. I, I could go. Oh, man. I do like Kojo, Kujo, Kato, Kido. No, we're not doing that. No. Okay, so it's either then it's either pounding my blow, pounding that blowhole, or butter your crescent hole. I think it's Buddy Your Crescent Hole. That feels pretty like, on. I kind of like that one, too. That feels pretty on brand. All well, right. it's also, it's Thanksgiving. It is. <laughs> yes, it is Thanksgiving related. That's why we decided it. Oh, no, it's Thanksgiving. We should it. use yeah. that one. Yep. All right. So if you listen to this <laughs> episode. That's, that's smart. In its entirety. That's, that's the dumbest reason we've ever picked it. <laughs> hit us up on social media with the hashtag Butter Wait, Your Crescent, your hole. crescent hole. Yeah, put it on them yams. No. Marshmallow those jams. No. Oh my god. Yeah. You don't like marshmallow jams? No. Anyway. Uh, you can hit us up on social media with uh. the hashtag hashtag butter your crescent hole. I'm uh, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. <laughs> at Polly Name Matt. Michael. At Monktonius87. Um 
You can find us in the Pastors Pub, patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Gets you access to the Pastors Pub. Um, the speakeasy, if you pay $5 each uh, a month, get watch us hot content live in your face if you want to look at some homely dudes and Michael Moncton. Sexy, sexy man. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah, Thanks for awesome. rocking me like a hurricane. Mikey Monks. It was fun, guys. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, cheers to you too, buddy. Have fun tonight with whatever you guys end up doing. You getting dinner? Yep. We're, Where are you we going? Have a, we have a virtual uh, Zoom date we're doing. Oh, Ooh, oh so nice. you're having dinner at home then. Virtual Zoom double date. Oh. Ooh. Very 2020 of you. That's <laughs> what we have very, to do now. Very COVID of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. God. Do now. Hey, we should have a double date with me, you and Beth and, and Joel. We should do that. That'd be really fun. <laughs> that'd be fucking. That'd be a disaster. Sounds terrible. <laughs> that'd be a All fucking right. disaster. We're ending the broadcast right <laughs> now.